Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Nkefu of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Ntefo is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands and let's pray. Lift up your hands. Speak to the Lord this morning. Ask the Lord to speak to you. Ask the Lord to speak to you. As you have come to his presence. Ask him to reveal his word to you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We worship you. We bless your holy name. There is none like unto you. Be glorified. Be exalted. Be lifted up. Be honored. Thank you for your presence. Dear Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Now this morning... I am continuing to talk about the Holy Spirit that Jesus sent to the church when he left the face of the earth. Can I have an amen? amen. Can I have an amen? amen. Alright. John chapter 14 16 to 18 John chapter 14, 16. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. So, we have been speaking about the Holy Spirit, who Jesus promised that he will send after he had gone to the Father. And on the day of Pentecost, he came to earth and he is the most amazing person that we have in our lives on earth, in our lives on earth today. And it is very important for us as Christians, as shepherds, as pastors to know him. Because, first and foremost, he is our helper. 
So if we do not know him, we cannot receive help. Now today, I want to begin to talk about eight things every Christian should know about the Holy Spirit. Eight things every Christian should know about the Holy Spirit. Number one, only believers can receive the Holy Spirit. Only believers can receive the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alright. All only believers can have the Holy Spirit. It is when somebody believes in the Lord Jesus Christ. Alright. That the Holy Spirit comes into the heart of the person. Hallelujah. So unbelievers do not have the Holy Spirit. John 14, 17. Jesus said, Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. The world here is referring to the unbelieving world. Hallelujah. Eh? People who are not saved. And Jesus is saying, alright, Jesus is saying, are you looking at it? Eh? Verse 17. Even the spirit of to whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. The world does not know Jesus. So the world cannot receive the spirit of Jesus. So, how many of you have heard an unbeliever? You know that the person is an unbeliever. But the person is speaking in tongues. How many of you have heard that? Someone like that before. Say so he's speaking in tongues. Alright? So, that is not the Holy Spirit. Those are demons. Because everything that God does, Satan also tries to mimic it. Hallelujah. So it is only believers who have the Holy Spirit. How many of you are believers here? So if you are a believer, then you have the Holy Spirit. Amen. Number two. All right. All those who do not have the Spirit of God are not the children of God. All those who do not have the Spirit of God are not the children of God. It means they don't belong to God. Amen. Romans chapter 8. Come with me to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 and verse 9. Romans chapter 8 and verse 9. Romans chapter 8 and verse 9. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Alright? Paul is talking to believers. And he's saying, as believers, we are not in the flesh, we are in the spirit. 
If so be that the Spirit of God dwelled in you. Do you understand it? So, if the Spirit of God is in you, you are in the Spirit. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Are you seeing that? Eh? The NIV says, you, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. Hallelujah. Uh, so what marks you out? What marks you out as a child of God is the Holy Spirit that dwells in your heart. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? What marks you out is the Holy Spirit that dwells in your heart. So this morning, maybe somebody invited you to come to church and that's why you are here. But you have not received Jesus Christ into your heart as your Savior. It is very important for you to open your heart to Jesus. Because it is when you open your heart to Jesus and it is when you accept him as Lord and Savior that his spirit comes to dwell in you and marks you out as a child of God. And this morning, Jesus is ready to fill you with his spirit so that you can become a child of God. Hallelujah. If you don't have the spirit of God, you are not his child. So how many of you realize that the Holy Spirit is very important? Eh? Yes. You know, so you can go about saying, oh, I, I go to church, you know, I do this, I do this, but if really you don't have the Holy Spirit. You are not born again. Born of the Spirit. You see, that is what Jesus said. He told the Codemos that which is born of the flesh is flesh. So physical birth gives us physical birth. And he said, but that which is born of the Spirit. Alright, that Spirit there is the Holy Spirit. A Spirit. So once the Holy Spirit gives birth to you, you now have the life of God. Hallelujah. I get what I'm saying. So as Christians, we must also understand this and, and pray for people to receive the Spirit and lead people to receive Christ so that the Holy Spirit will, will come to dwell in their hearts and mark them out as God's children. For if any man does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not a child of God. How many of you understand that? I'm talking about eight things that every believer must know about the Holy Spirit. Amen. What is the first thing that you must know? Only believers can receive the Holy Spirit. Amen. So don't be confused. If you hear 
a fetish priest saying that he has a Holy Spirit say to the person it is not true, it's not scripture if you hear a, 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 a Jew man speaking in tongues don't be confused the fact that the person is speaking in tongues eh, does not mean that that is the Holy Spirit alright, that is not the Holy Spirit because number one that person cannot have the Holy Spirit how many of you understand that? So straight away, you should see that, oh, this is somebody that is uh, being used by Satan. Amen. Number three. Number three. It is those who are led, directed, guided by God's Spirit who are his sons and daughters. It is those who are led, directed, guided by God's Spirit, who are his sons and daughters. Amen. Romans chapter 8. And verse 18. Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Amen. But as many as are heard, as are heard, led. Amen. Now, are you looking into your Bible? Let me see your Bible. Lift up your Bible. Let me see. Let me see your Bible. Lift up your Bible. Lift up your Bible. Alright? I can see that many of you don't have Bibles. Okay? Please come to church with Bibles. You must have a Bible. You must have your own Bible. And you must learn to open the Bible and read it. Hallelujah. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, somebody who does not listen to you, eh? somebody who does not listen to you, somebody who does not obey you, as a parent, as a father, as a mother, cannot say that she or he is your child. Do you understand that? Yeah. Because one of the main relationships between parents and their children is that parents direct, guide 
instruct their children. Yes. Yes. When they are grown and they become adults and now they can take their own decisions. Do you understand it? They become independent. Even the parents don't call them their children anymore. They call them their sisters and their brothers and their friends. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. So in our relationship with God, we are his children. And God wants to guide us. He wants to tell us what we should do. Yes. Any decision of our lives, God wants to help us to take the right decisions. That is why his spirit is in us. So God is saying, Romans chapter 8 verse 14, as many that are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. As many. Which means that, when you say that, as many, that it means that there may be people who do not allow the spirit of God to lead them. And therefore, they are not the children of God. They are children in terms of the fact that they belong to God. Yes. That doesn't change. But as far as God is concerned, you are not this child. You are guiding yourself. You are leading yourself. You are taking your own decisions. So, the blessings that come to people who obey him, who are, who are directed by him, who are guided by him, does not happen to you. It is very important for you to allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and to guide you. Hallelujah. And that, that, this is one of the things that we are going to be learning. How does the Holy Spirit guide us? How does the Holy Spirit lead us? Which are the different ways by which he leads and he guides us? Amen? But it's very important. Because you see, because you see, huh? God is our shepherd. Are you getting that? And if God is your shepherd, one of the things that he does is that he leads you. The psalmist said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green patches. He leads me. He leads me. Amen. How many of you have seen a shepherd leading a sheep before? Yes. So you see the shepherd leading the sheep out of danger. Out of trouble. And you, you find out that it is the sheep that do not respond to the guidance of the shepherd who often get into trouble. They get killed, they get stolen, and bad things happen to you. God's Holy Spirit, as a child of God, is in your heart. God's Holy Spirit, as a child of God, is in your heart. What is he doing 
in your heart. He's there to guide you, to lead you. And you must allow him to do that. That is what makes you a true child of God. Otherwise, you become an disobedient child of God. You become a stubborn child of God. You become a child of God that is left on your own. You are left on your own. And it is very dangerous. Always, you must pray and ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. Holy Spirit, guide me in my schooling. Holy Spirit, guide me in my traveling. Holy Spirit, guide me in this decision that I want to take. Always. When you just rise up and you take decisions on your own with your limited mind and understanding, most times you make a lot of mistakes. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? Alright. So, I'm talking about eight things that every Christian should know about the Holy Spirit. Number one, only believers can receive the Holy Spirit. Number two, only those who do not have only those all those who do not have the Spirit of God are none of His. Number three, it is those who are led, directed, guided by God's Spirit who are His sons and daughters. Amen. Number four. Number four. It is by means of the Holy Spirit that men become adopted as sons of God. It is by means of the Holy Spirit that men become adopted. When I say men, I'm talking about humans. Alright? Not necessarily male, male, but human beings. People become adopted as eh, the sons of God. Amen. Now watch. Do you remember that we said that if you don't have the spirit of God, you do not belong to him. Romans 8, 9. We just spoke about that. So how do you become the son of God? Or the daughter of God? It comes through being adopted. Adopted. And God does that through his Holy Spirit. Can I have an amen? God does that through his Holy Spirit. Look at Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 and verse number 15. Romans chapter 8 and verse number 15. Hallelujah. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. But ye have received the spirit of adoption 
The spirit of what? Adoption. Whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Amen. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. But ye have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry Abba Father. The NIV says the spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. Amen? The Holy Spirit adopts us to become sons of God. Or we are adopted by God by His Spirit. Amen? Until that, you belong to Satan. Everybody who does not belong to Jesus Christ belong to Satan. Satan is called the God of this world. He controls the peoples of this world. So, when you express, you confess belief in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. How many of you have done that? Can I see your hand? You have confessed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Eh? And you have asked him to forgive you for your sins. And you have received him as your Lord, as your Savior. And the blood of Jesus has washed you away from all your sins. Alright? Now, the Holy Spirit now takes over your life. You are now removed from somebody who belongs to Satan to somebody who belongs to the family of God. You have been adopted by the Spirit to become the Son of God. Wow. Wow. So, so now, how many of you are understanding that? Alright, by now it should be clear to you that there are two groups of people in the world. People who belong to God and people who don't belong to God. Very clear. And you see, that is why Eh? Jesus has instructed us to go out there and talk to people about his love for them. Tell people about the fact that Jesus loves them, the fact that he came to die for their sins, the fact that he wants them to become his children and to become saved. You see, this is the assignment of the church. There is no organization in the world who does this. There's no organization. Banks don't do this. Universities don't do this. Do you understand? Hospitals don't do this. Factories don't do this. It's only the church. It's only the church. And most people who are in the world, they have been blinded by Satan. They have no idea about, you know, uh, who Jesus is, what he came to do, the father he loves. Them. They don't even know about their sinful nature. They don't. They think that that is how life is, that when you come into, into the world, this is how you lead your life. Are you getting that? 
The Bible says they have been blinded. So that is why, you know, Jesus instructed us. Once we become saved, and we also begin to know the truth, each and every one of us must now look for people in the world. Sinners enter and say, Charlie, Jesus loves you. Where you are, it is not a good thing. You are in the world. You are walking in darkness. You are walking in darkness. You don't have the life of God. You are not a child of God. You see, then this scripture that I'm showing you, Romans chapter 8 verse 9. If any man has not the spirit of God, he's none of us. Romans chapter 8 verse 15. That it is by the spirit of God that we are adopted. You see, you open these scriptures and explain to people. Amen. So listen, if we as a church, we don't tell people about salvation, what we are doing is that we are allowing people to continue to be in the world and they'll perish and go to hell. This is the reason why Jesus is going to charge each one of us. What did you do with the life that I gave to you? Amen? And that is why in this church, eh, we are encouraged all the time to win souls. We have started doing crusades in the different areas. Every week, for some time to come, every Friday, in the areas, we have to go out there and tell them that Jesus loves them. This is the work of the church. In fact, this is the reason why the Holy Spirit came in the first place to come to help us to witness to the world. The number one reason for which the Holy Spirit came, the number one reason, everybody say the number one reason, the main reason, everybody say the main reason, the principal reason, everybody say the principal reason, why the Holy Spirit is on earth, why he came, is to help us believers to witness to sinners. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. Jesus told the disciples, and you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. You shall receive power and you shall become witnesses. Everybody here who says you are saved, all right, the Holy Spirit is in you. And the presence of the Holy Spirit in you is the source of your power to witness for Jesus Christ. Yes. 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 And as you witness to them about Jesus, this same Holy Spirit will touch their heart for them to believe and for them to confess and to receive Jesus. And then he also will adopt them. So the Holy Spirit is on earth. He's looking for people to adopt. <laughs> He's looking for people to adopt. The Holy Spirit is interested in adopting people.
to become sons and daughters of God. But you see, we have to work with him. So, be interested when we are having outreach. Outreach means it is time for more adoptions to take place. That's what outreach means. When we say we are going to have outreach in this area, it means we are now going with the Holy Spirit and welcome the Holy Spirit for him to adopt many people from that place. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? Church, we should not shy away from evangelism. We should not shy away. I expect all of us to work with our pastors, Reverend Richard, Pastor Emma, Pastor Isaac, Pastor Basil, all of them, as they are organizing crusades and outreaches in different areas. Those of you in this early rain service, I expect all the members, all the shepherds in the different areas to team up with them. Otherwise, you have of no use to God. Because he has filled you with his spirit so that you become a witness. So after you have received the spirit, if you are just using it to watch TV and to just enjoy life, you become of no use. Amen? You become of no use. How many of you understand that? Eh? Lift up your right hand. Say, I want to be useful to the Lord. Say, I want to be useful to the Lord. I want to be useful to the Lord. Amen. That is why the Holy Spirit is in our lives. How many of you are understanding? I'm talking about things that you must understand about the Holy Spirit. That it is by means of the Holy Spirit that we are adopted. Look at Galatians chapter 4 and verse 6. Galatians chapter 4. And verse 6. Galatians chapter 4. And verse 6. And because. Now let's pick it from. Uh, let's pick it from. Um, verse 4. Or even we can read from the beginning. Let, let me read it from the NIV. Galatians chapter 4 from verse 1. So you can understand it. What I'm saying is that as long as an heir is under age, he's no different from a slave. Although he owns the whole estate, the heir is subject to guardians and trustees until the time set by his father. So also when we were under age, we were in slavery, under the elemental spiritual forces of the world. But when the set time had fully come, look at verse 4, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive adoption to sonship. So that's what I was talking about. That Jesus came eh, to redeem us to save us. To adopt us. To become sons of God. Now verse 6. 
Because you are his sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts. The spirit who calls out Abba Father. So you are no longer a slave, but God's child. And since you are his child, God has made you also an heir. So now we have been adopted by the Spirit of God and we have become the sons of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Four things that every Christian must know about the Holy Spirit. What is the first thing? What is the first thing? What is the first thing? I can't hear you. It is only believer that heart can receive the Holy Spirit. Number two, I cannot hear you. Just read from your notes. All those who do not have the Holy Spirit uh are not the children of God. Amen. Number three is what? It is those who are hot, led, directed, and guided by the Holy Spirit who are hot, the sons of God. And number four is what? It is by means of the Holy Spirit that men are hot, adopted to become the sons of God. How many of you remember these four? Will you remember? Uh, so, as we are here, you should be very thankful if you are a believer. If you are saved, it means all these things that I'm talking about, it has happened to you. This is what makes the Holy Spirit so special. And if you are not saved this morning, I'm going to give you the opportunity and invite you to give your life to Jesus. Please stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Lift up your hands. Yes. Thank God for adopting you as his child. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Your hands. Thank God for adopting you. Thank God for adopting you. Thank God for adopting you as his son. Lift up your hands. Lift up your voice and pray. It is a very great blessing that God has given to everybody. Instrumentalists, everybody. Don't only play instruments. Be interested in the things of God. Lift up your hands and pray. Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for adopting me by your spirit. And this morning, if you don't know Jesus, I want you to speak to him and say, Lord, please adopt me also. Please adopt me. My friend, my brother, one of the pastors invited me. But Lord, I don't know you. Lord, I don't know you. Lord, I don't know you. Please adopt me. 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 In the name of Jesus. Please adopt me. Lift up your hands. I want to see your two hands up. Speak to the Lord this morning. Lift up your voice and speak to the Lord. Everybody. Please adopt me. Please Lord. Make me your child. And if you are already a child of God. You want to say Lord thank you for your spirit. That is in my heart. Lord and now. Please. I allow you, I yield to you, for you to, to guide me.
for you to instruct me. Lord, save me from being stubborn. Save me from being disobedient to you, O God. Save me from trying to lead my own life, Lord. And now also, in the name of Jesus, help me to be a witness. Now listen, all those of you who are believers, lift up your hands. And I want you to pray as the Holy Spirit, please help me to be a witness for Jesus Christ. Lift up your voice and pray. Help me to be a witness for Jesus Christ. Help me to be a great witness for Jesus Christ. To be a great witness for Jesus Christ. To be a great witness. Help me to preach your word of salvation to many people, to my friends, to my siblings, to my co-workers, to sinners. Oh God, help me Lord. 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 Lord. I thank you. I give you praise in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for your mighty Holy Spirit that you have sent into our hearts to adopt us as sons and daughters from the world. And our Lord Holy Spirit, we yield to you. We yield to you to guide us, to lead us, to instruct us. And anoint us and empower us and fill our hearts with a burden for unbelievers, for sinners. Help us, oh God, to be great witnesses for Jesus. The true our witness and your help and your conviction in the hearts of sinners that many will be saved into the kingdom of God. We love you we bless you in Jesus name and let all the saints say amen say amen put your hands together for the Lord how many of you are beginning to understand the Holy Spirit he's a very important person in our lives now close your eyes this morning Maybe you are here. You came to church because of the crusades. We invited you. Or maybe a friend invited you. You came to church on your own. But you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You know it yourself that you are walking in your own sin. You are walking in your own evil way. I want you to know that Jesus loves you so much. Jesus loves you so much. And he wants to save you. He wants you to become his child. As every eye is closed. Can you close your eyes, everybody? Everybody, please stand. Wherever you are standing... If you want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. Today, I also want to be adopted by the Spirit of God to become a child of God. I want to be a born again Christian. I want to yield my life to Jesus. I want to believe in Jesus. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord. Today, I want to take this opportunity. If this is your prayer, lift up your right hand. I will pray for you. Lift up your right hand. Only your right hand. God bless you. Only your right hand. Only your right hand. Only your right hand. Lift it up. Pastor, pray for me. Only your right hand like this. Very high. Don't be ashamed of anybody. Pastor, pray for me. I want to receive Jesus. I want to become a born again Christian. As we are talking about the Holy Spirit, I want the Holy Spirit to come into my heart also. Father, thank you for my brothers and my sisters who are receiving you as Lord and Savior. What a blessing. Now, I can see all those of you who have lifted up your hands. Brother, 
all of you, I want you to do one more thing. Take your bag or your Bible and move from your seat and come to me here. I want to pray for you in the front. Come. Come. God bless you. If you lifted up your hand, come. Come. Clap your hands for them. 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 If you brought some converts from the crusaders standing by you, help them to come. Bring them to the front. Oh, clap your hands for them. Keep on coming. Keep on coming. Oh, let's appreciate Jesus for all these ones. Listen, those of you here, lift up your hands. Two hands. Say this prayer with me. Say, Dear Jesus, I believe with my heart that you are Lord. I confess you as my Savior, as my Lord. I'm a sinner. I'm so sorry for my sins. I've done so many bad things. But Lord, as I stand before you, I ask Lord, have mercy upon me and forgive me. Wash away all my sins and make me whole. Please come into my heart and save my soul. From today, you are my Lord. I don't belong to Satan anymore. I belong to you. Help me, dear Jesus, to serve you and to live for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Collegon. Opposite the Kolebu main gate. Please note our service time. English services, early rain service, 6.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. His presence service, 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And love and faith service, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Other languages, L'Eglise Glorious, French, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Love and Victory, Gain, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope, Tree, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant You Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek importation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For prayer, counseling, and further inquiries, please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.